0: Friends, it hit me driving back from our Midtown satellite at Crosstown, why this week's closing Genesis Torah portion named Vayechi, which means, and he lived, is the Torah portion for this congregation we are all so blessed to be a part of. Why do I say that? I'll answer the way rabbis typically answer questions by asking another question. Two, actually. My first impolite question, which can get you fired in job interviews, is, how old are you? And my second question is, are you old? The great Jewish philosopher Abraham Joshua Heschel used to say that in our culture, it is less rude to ask Someone, how much money they have or the intimate details of their sex life than it is to ask them how old they are. We spend zillions of dollars in this country and world trying to cover up and deny the signs of older age. But the truth is we live with a strange paradox. On the one hand, we all wanna grow older. And on the other hand, none of us wants to be old. And so far, no one has figured out how to reconcile those two desires. How old is old? It depends on when and where you live. If you had lived in America in 1900, 47 would have been very old because that was average life expectancy in this country in 1900. And surely one of the biggest changes in the 20th century is the fact that the numbers flipped for average life expectancy in just 100 years, 47 in 1900 to 74 in 2000. How old is old? To my 23-year-old daughter, Julia, 40 seems old. When you turn 30, 50 seems old. If you're 50, 80 seems old. If you're 80, 80 seems old. <laughs> but the truth is, as my childhood rabbi Jack Reimer taught, how old you are is not only a function of numbers, it's also a function of your health and your spirit. Spiro Agnew had it wrong. He said, if you've seen one slum, you've seen them all. That may be true of blight but it's not true of human beings. If you've seen one 90-year-old, you've only seen one 90-year-old, for our elders are not all the same as some of the most devoted members in this temple family have taught me. From the 103-year-old temple regular Kurt Ward of blessed memory and the rabbi we lost this past year, who would have been 103 this month, Rabbi Martin Hinchin, to an honorary president of this congregation whose yort is this Shabbat, and who I think of every time I travel to our Midtown satellite on the boulevard bearing his name, Sam Cooper. It may even have been Sam, Martin, or Kurt who told me the following joke since all three were great sources of material for my sermons. The story goes that a man comes to an insurance company in Israel and wants to buy a policy. They say to him, how old are you? He says, 75. They say, go away. We don't sell policies to people that age. He says, but you sold one to my father last week, and he is 95. They check the records and sure enough, they find out that he's right. They tell him to come in next Monday and they'll see if they can straighten this out. The man says, I can't come in next Monday. Why can't you come in next Monday, they ask. I can't come in next Monday, he continues, because I'm going to my grandfather's wedding. (laughs) The agent says, really? How old is your grandfather? The man says, 115, the agent responds, 115? Why does he want to get married at that age? The man replies, he doesn't, but his parents are pushing him. <laughs> the point of the story is that age is relative. It's been said that if you have the wrong relatives, they can really age you quickly. And if not, you can live a long life and not be old. Now, why am I talking about age? Because in this week's portion, Vayechi, Jacob grows old. And in this week's portion, his son Joseph also grows old. It's been noted this is the first example that we have of a sandwich generation. It's not uncommon nowadays for people in their 60s to take care of parents in their 80s and 90s. It's not unheard of for people who are in their 70s to take care of their parents In their 90s but Yaakov and Yosef Jacob and Joseph are the first examples of such a relationship we have in the Torah they're the first example of two older people who care for each other spiritually of one elder who must care for the other physically so how did they do remarkably well Joseph the son lives in the capital city where he functioned as prime minister of Egypt. Jacob the daddy lived with the rest of his sons in the boonies in Goshen, some miles away. Joseph comes to visit dad as often as he could considering he was a very busy son. He had a whole country to worry about. Jacob the dad did fairly well. He learned not to interfere in the lives of his kids. He learned to let go and to let them raise their own kids, their own way. And before he dies, Jacob gathers his children around his bedside and he reminds them of what matters most. He corrects them, chastises them, focuses on their good and less than good qualities, what disappointed him, what brought him pride. And then He blessed them, and by doing this, Jacob becomes the author of the first ethical will, a custom and tradition that Jewish parents have continued ever since, including my father of blessed memory. My father was not a wealthy man. He didn't leave assets or accounts for me or my family, but before he died, He gave me and his posterity this, something far more lasting than anything material. It's an ethical will stating the Jewish and human values. He hoped that we would live all the days of our lives. I keep it close to me and will keep it close through every stage of my life. Whether you're 33 or 83, I urge you all to write your own ethical wills for your families and friends. Another thing Father Jacob did was bless two of his grandsons, the two sons of Joseph. Ephraim and Manasseh. And when he does, something very interesting happens. Joseph arranges his sons before grandpa with the oldest on the right and the youngest on the left. Jacob, the grandfather, switches his hands so that his right hand is on the youngest when it was supposed to be on the oldest. Joseph tries to correct dad because he knew How much pain this family suffered with dads who favored the younger kid. Remember, Abraham favored the younger child, ditto with Isaac and his kids, then Jacob with Joseph, who was himself the younger child. So Joseph says to his father, Not that way, dad. This is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. When Joseph says this, we see that he had changed, really changed in his older age. Here was the younger son, the favorite, and he saw how much harm that had done to the family, to his brothers, and so he says to his dad, tactfully but firmly, enough, dad, cut it out. Jacob, the dad, is 147 years old. His son, Joseph, is 110 in this closing chapter of Genesis. So it's harder for them to change, but Jacob does the most remarkable thing. Forget for a moment who gets the right hand, who gets the left. What's remarkable is that he gives these two grandchildren, the younger and the older, one blessing. He says the same thing To both of them, he says, may future generations of Jews bless their children, saying, may God make you like these two. Unlike the 12 separate blessings Jacob gives to his 12 sons, known as the 12 tribes of Israel, you know. The oldest one is favored, or the youngest one is favored, or this sibling's favored, or that sibling's favored. He gives his grandsons one joint blessing. And here's another remarkable thing the grandsons who could get into all these inheritance issues and all, you know, the family squabbles, they accept it. Neither one says to the other, no fair. I'm the oldest, I want my own blessing. They cheerfully accept the same united blessing. And my friends, this is the blessing Jewish parents are to offer upon their sons every Friday night, every Shabbos evening. Daughters are blessed. May God make you like Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah. My own son, Jacob, now 28, can remember every Friday night at home, blessing him with this week's words, Yesimcha Elohim Ephraim Nasha." May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh, meaning may you carry forward the life of the Jewish people. May you get along with your siblings the way Ephraim and Manasseh got along. May you not compete, fight, or be jealous of your siblings. Isn't that every parent's deepest wish? Perhaps you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but as one of my favorite teachers has said, you can teach older people new tricks, and more important, you can teach older people not to trick anymore. You can teach them, or life experience can teach them, or they can teach themselves to become better people mentioned up to and into their older age. The story of Joseph proves it this week. The story of Jacob proves it. And maybe that's why this portion is so appropriately named, and he lived Vayechi, even though it's in the portion that both Jacob and Joseph will die at the ages of 110 and 147, as long as we still have breath, as long as we still have life and mental faculties within us, there is still time to change, make amends. There's still time to share blessings, to become more generous, to become blessings to those whose lives we touch. And so this week we close the book of Genesis realizing the greatest gift of love that God has given us in this Torah as we grow through the years is the ability to change through every age and stage of life. We can say and sing Chazak, Chazak as we go Mikhail L'chayel, from strength to strength. As we go through every age and stage of life, every book of the Torah, every day of the year really can be a new beginning when we open up our hearts. People, can heal the wounds and hurts they caused when they were younger. People can do repentance and correct the mistakes of their youth. People can come closer to each other as we grow older and wiser. And for those of us striving to carry forward the life of this synagogue, so uniquely precious, Temple Israel Memphis, and the life of the Jewish people in a predominantly non-Jewish world, We can and must inspire younger generations of Jews to see the beauty and light of our inclusive Jewish community, the possibility for their own Jewish futures, and the strength we can still draw from Jacob's blessing. May God bless each of you and keep you in the spirit of our ancestors. And may you never grow old, even if you think you are. חזק. אמן.